Welcome to the Crosstower Morning Market Color Call. It is Monday, October 18th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst, and with me are Chad Steinglasser, trader, and data scientist Catherine Webb. Chad, what are you seeing in the markets this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, let's see, to start the week in uh, kind of in the macro space and equity space, we're seeing a little bit of weakness coming off, uh, you know, the end of last week's uh, relief rally. Uh, China put out some less than exciting uh, Q3 GDP growth numbers. Um, it's really a lot of worry about growth in China. Uh, Evergrande's still an overhang there, and there's uh, you know worry about the real estate market. Um, so we're seeing a little bit of uh, weakness there. Uh, futures pulling back a little bit. We're running into uh, VIX expiry this week as well. And each of the last four months, uh, we've seen a local dip in SPX and, and really in macro equities leading into uh, VIX expiry. So it's possible we'll see that again. And we're also uh, seeing a little bit of strength in the US dollar as well as it continued uh, really strong energy prices amid uh, supply constraints in oil. So that's kind of the background that we're really looking at uh, this morning, you know, a little bit of a pause after, after last week's rally. Back to you. Great, thank you, Chad. Um, yeah, some, some headlines this morning. Uh, there's a report circulating that Grayscale Investment plans on filing an application to convert its Grayscale Bitcoin Trust to a spot ETF early this week, according to Decrypt. So the thinking goes that if you know features are good enough to for the SEC to approve a regulated product, that the underlying market um, you know should be good enough as well. Um, and it's kind of interesting to see that because, you know, last week, Bitwise refiled with the SEC, um, you know, also for a Bitcoin spot ETF, noting that, uh, you know, Bitcoin uh, price discovery is, is actually, you know, mostly from the CME. So going to be interesting to see if, if now we'll see any developments on the spot ETF side. Also news from last week, uh, the CFTC fined Bitfinex and Tether more than 42 million on allegations that the USDT stablecoin was not fully backed at all times and that Bitfinex violated a previous agency order. The CFTC press release said that Tether was only backed for a quarter of the time between 2016 and 2018 and that reserve funds were commingled with the company's corporate funds and held in non-fiat financial products. In response, Tether said that uh, you know, Tether said in a statement that the CFTC's order found no issues relating to Tether's current operations, noting that this was all in the past, um, saying the issues will, were fully resolved when the terms of service were updated in uh, February 2019 about its disclosures. Um, and uh, regarding the allegations around its reserves, Tether said that there was no finding that the Tether tokens were not fully backed, simply that the reserves were not all in cash and all in a bank account titled in Tether's name. So kind of interesting to see the, the back and forth there. And uh, we'll go back to you, Chad, uh, for your take right now on the, uh, the crypto markets, seeing some news, uh, you know, with uh, the ProShares ETF expected to start trading later this week. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about that? Yeah, it's possible that uh, that ETF could start trading as early as today, um, probably more likely tomorrow. Uh, it's listed, but uh, you know, time is running out for it to actually start trading today. Uh, there is a lot of back and forth about uh, whether this ETF is is really truly going to be a positive catalyst or not. I think there's pretty much an equal number of people on on uh, each sides of that fence right now. With uh, some traders saying it'll be a sell the news event, and others saying that this is you know a uh, a sign of legitimacy for the asset, and 
and uh, a sign that U.S. regulators are are not are you know at least not going to do anything terrible for Bitcoin. Um, right now, we're kind of oscillating, and and Bitcoin markets were oscillating between support in the uh, fifty nine and sixty thousand range and resistance around sixty three, just below all time highs. I've really been just bouncing between those uh, levels all weekend long, uh, and even you know, and overnight and this morning. Uh, it remains to be seen if we're going to break out of that range. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a little bit of a wait and see uh, on this one, at least for me. I'm, uh, you know, I think it could it could break it, break either way. I'm, you know, think this is going to be long term very supportive, but it is entirely possible that this ETF launch is going to be disappointing in terms of investor adoption uh, that, you know, even though even though I think having ETFs is is very much a positive uh, a positive development for the entire industry, that this particular launch might not get the uh, retail adoption that people are looking for, in which case it, this could could be a, uh, a potential short term dip. Uh, back to you. Yeah, exciting stuff. So now pass it over to Catherine for more crypto market developments. Thank you, Martin. The Treasury Office of Foreign Assets Control has released a new brochure with Crypto Pacific's guidance on navigating US sanctions. It seems that the OFAC expects virtual currency operators to shoulder the same responsibility for avoiding sanction violations as other financial institutes. The guidance reads, US persons, including members of the virtual currency industry, are responsible for ensuring they do not engage in unauthorized transactions or dealing with sanctioned persons persons or jurisdictions. Every person engaging in transactions subject to OFAC regulations and holders of block property must keep records and make those records available for examination. OFAC names a, num- a range of companies that must develop risk um, assessment programs, including technology company, exchanges, administrators, miners, and wallet providers, and traditional financial institutes that have exposure to financial uh, to virtual currencies or their service providers. The OFAC also highlighted the geolocation of IP addresses and specific analytical tools available to identify the use of VPN as part of its expenditures. And next on to some mining news, we have Square's CEO, Jack Dorsey, tweeting that Square is considering building a Bitcoin mining system based on a custom silicon chip that will be open source for individuals and businesses worldwide. In addition to promise to build this in the open, Dorsey also emphasized the greater need for greater accessibility and decentralization of Bitcoin mining. Uh, moving on, BTC.com, the mining pool subsidiary of Bitminer, will exit mainland China in response to the ongoing crackdown in the crypto industry in that country. So B, uh, BTC.com will stop registering new users in China and will begin closing accounts of existing unit users. And finally, Back Holdings has completed its merger with VPC Impact Acquisitions Holdings, Intercontinental Exchange ICE, in a deal that's valued at $2.1 billion. VAC will start trading on the New York Stock Exchange as a public listed company today under the ticker BKKT. And that's all the news I have for you. I'll pass you back to Martin. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, yeah, let's just wrap up with some news on the uh, the Twitter front. Uh, yesterday, we saw some interesting price action with uh, Bitcoin dropping under 60,000, uh, you know, for, for just over an hour or two. Um, but we ended up with the, uh, you know, the highest weekly close in Bitcoin's history. So saw a lot of tweets about that. 
Um, also tweets from uh, crypto journalist Colin Wu. Uh, you know, he said data from Glassnode showing that Bitcoin addresses holding 1,000 BTC or more is at a record low of 82. I uh, said the last time this number was so low was in December 2012. Um, but he observed that, you know, the number of addresses holding 100 to 1,000 BTC has increased significantly in the past week. So interesting dynamic we're seeing there. With that, that's all the news we have for you today. Thank you for your listeners for tuning in. Please follow Crosstower on YouTube and our socials for more of this content. Thank you.